and welcome back to Sea Red UK, a UK-based Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? Hey, Matt. Well, this is normally the point at which I say, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but you know what? I'm not good today. I'm not, I'm not good at all. Um, but we'll get into that in a minute. But um, yeah, today should have been a great day. And instead, it's been one of the most annoying, frustrating days ever. And I can't shake it. So I'm going to let it all out tonight on the pod. Uh, Apologise in advance to everybody that has to listen to me. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, well, today was the day that we were going to get tickets to go to Paris, right? For the Bulls yeah. game against the, the the Pistons. And it was a lottery to whether or not anyone was going to get these unique codes through this ridiculous system that they're using. And it seemed like very few people within our group actually got lucky enough to even get a code. I was one of those lucky people. And I thought, this is fantastic. This is great. Get tickets for yourself, myself, a couple of mates. We'll go over. We'll meet people that we've been in touch with through this uh, forum. And it's all going to be a good day. Anyway, it wasn't that simple. (laughs) I got my code. Jump through all the hoops that you had to jump through. Click on this link. Be there at a certain time. Enter in your code. And right up until the point that you go start and trying to get your ticket, there's no price instructor re- structure revealed at all. So you get in and there's like 97 different pricing structures when you do get in. Bit of an exaggeration. It's more like about 12. But there's all these pricing structures starting from about 60 euro all the way up to 800 and something euro. Now, anything kind of from the, the lowest price point up to about the 260, 300 price point the seats are shite anyway. Do you know, you're up in the nosebleeds or you've got a bad angle. For the price of them, you'd expect a little bit more, right? First yeah. price. Anyway, the numbers are going down quickly because there was 5,115 people ahead of me in the queue, right? So <laughs> the, this, when I did finally get in, the seats were disappearing quickly. But I got in rapid, picked out some nice enough seats at a medium kind of price range. And it went through and I thought, right, we're in, started putting in my credit card details, hit pay, and no, it didn't like me. Jumped up and said that I hadn't entered in my date of the credit card expiry properly, and this is where it all went to shit, because it would let me enter in the year, but the actual form that was online to use would not let me enter in the month. So because I couldn't enter in the month, it wouldn't accept it. So I tried everything. I tried changing things around, selecting different ways of payment. And by the end of it, after trying several times, it kicked me out, lost the tickets, couldn't get back in to get any tickets. I wasted about two hours of my day doing that, only to be disappointed and very frustrated and ready to scream. And I've been ready to to, to headbutt or hit anybody that came near me today. And I haven't been able to shake it off. And we should be happy going to Paris to see the Bulls play. And instead, I'm sitting here talking on a podcast, pissed off. <laughs> so apart from that, I'm good. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I was there with you for the for that journey. So <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. Um. And like I've just said, the only, it's not even a positive because it, everybody else seems to be in a similar position and it yeah. just seems shocking, shocking from every angle really. Do you know what I mean? The whole system, the 
price it. I mean, a lot of people are saying they could fly to Chicago and watch a game at the UC cheaper. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mad. Oh, and one of the other things about it is everything comes through in French. So yeah, you can we... you can use translate to change it, but it only changes parts of it. So you don't get a full translation into English anyway. So yeah. that didn't that didn't help matters. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, the annoying thing as well. Is it seems that there's fans of I know it's the NBA like, but fans of other teams seem to have got tickets as well. Which, yeah, I mean that was always going to be part yeah, of the problem. It's but... kind of a little bit annoying, but. We're not losing hope. We've no, there are other options, options uh, which we're willing to explore. And fingers crossed. Yeah, and can I just say as well, I'm not, I'm not a begrudging, a begrudging type of person, despite my Irishness. And I will, <laughs> I will say that to anyone that did manage to secure tickets, well done, congratulations, and enjoy the game. No hard feelings. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll be keeping in touch with us if we don't get over there, and we'll be able to hear how it's all going. Yeah. So yeah, is that that you were done? Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's like, you know me. I'm normally the positive one, right? I'm normally more upbeat. But um, oh man, this got right under my skin today. It really did. Yeah, and um, well, see, I had a rant on the last one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't um, think I'd be having a rant on the next one. <laughs> and I didn't really want to have a rant on this one, especially about that because I knew that was your your thing yeah but obviously over the weekend a few things happened on the socials that I just wanted to touch on now as people know obviously we've got the C-Red UK account and we've got our own personal accounts yeah and as we always say in this if you've got anything to you know you want to say about what we've put then quite happily have you in the comments Mm -hmm. and we'll have a healthy debate about it and, you know, at the end of the day, our opinions aren't, we're not experts, it's just our opinion. Yeah, and Same I love about it anyway, I love talking bulls with anyone. Yeah, and that is the idea of C-Red UK, is to engage with other Bulls fans and talk Bulls. Whether people agree with our takes on Pat uh, P. Will or whoever, that's fine. You know what I mean? We've all got our own opinions. So... On Sunday, uh, somebody come on and called out they didn't agree with us giving P. Will a player of the game. It was a few games ago as well, which was a bit random. <laughs> um, which, that's fine. You know, obviously we said it was not just our opinion. It was the opinion of a few people in our live threads. And then they started saying, well, do you even watch the games? Blah, blah, blah. And then started getting a little bit personal. So I just hit the block button, as I've mentioned to a few other people before. If you don't like what you see on Twitter, just block them. Mm. Simple. Get rid of them. You know, no skin off my nose. So I blocked them. They then shared the fact that I blocked them, or Searidge UK had blocked them. And people come scavenging for that one extra follower, trying to belittle our account. And this is other accounts, other fan accounts, other podcasts. Um, you know who you are if you're listening. Um, and the fact that it's a, an account that we've actually supported in the past, that's what annoyed me the most with it. And then the fact that people then decided to 
attack me personally, but not to me on their page, that really pissed me off because I'm big enough and ugly enough to take it. But if you've got something to say to me, then coming, you know, my DMs are always open. And the fact that when I will then call you out and you go quiet says a lot about you. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. as always, anything we say on this, if you don't agree with it, that's fine. But don't make it personal because at the end of the day, I don't really use Twitter from a personal point of view. I use it for CBG UK. So, if you've got a difference of opinion, it'll be about bulls, and that's fine. So don't make anything personal with me, and don't slag any, well, me or you, because I've mm-hmm. seen it, it affected you as well, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, we've had it a few weeks ago with a different account as well, and again, I called the same people out, and they all went quiet when I actually went at them personally. So if you're big enough to put it on, back it up. That's all I'm saying. Front over. Right. Basketball. <laughs> yeah, well, to calm it down again, I'll send it to the advert. <laughs> the Call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump, the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. All right, welcome back. Rant's over and we'll talk basketball now. Obviously, our last episode went out on last Thursday and we've had three games since then. Celtics and Raptors times two. So we'll quickly touch on the Celtics game and the first Raptors game and do a little bit of a deeper dive on the last Raptors game. Obviously, yeah. Celtics, was it Saturday morning for us? Friday, not Friday, well, Friday night into Saturday morning, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, ended up losing 119-123. Um, obviously, DeMar went off for 46 points. He also got three rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block. Uh, Vooch, 24 points, 12 rebounds. It was a bit of a weird game, wasn't it? It was just, we never looked out of it. And it was on ESPN as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So, obviously, if you're looking at last year, at least we didn't get blown out like we were on ESPN last year. True. And it just felt like a game that we could have won. Yes. We yeah, should have won, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a couple of plays at the end where... You just think if it had gone the other way, then, you know, the one that sticks in my mind is P. Will's missed three. And, you know, he had a frustrating game, I felt, P. Will, in that one. He was doing everything we wanted him to do. He was just making silly little mistakes. Like, the amount of travelling, I thought he was trying to get off P. Will Island himself. (laughs) You know, um, and that's something that we've highlighted as well, why are we getting called for travelling all the time and nobody else is? It does feel that, like that, doesn't it? 
Yeah, even in last night's game, I mean, I, yeah. there was actually, well, I did actually, didn't I, put the shocked emoji that uh, Raptors got picked up for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the Celtics game. Um, obviously, I think the, high, the the main thing was that the bench were poor. They were very um, poor. DeMar was on his own. Yeah, they put 15 points up. Obviously, we didn't have Zach in that game either, did we? Or did we? We did, yeah. He's yeah, we did. No, the first Raptor, yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that Demar's putting up forty six points and we're still losing. Mm. Obviously, they had Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench and he put up twenty five points. Which yeah, he did. He played well. Yeah, uh, the refs it was pretty shocking in it. Um, yeah. Which you know you can't blame the refs for a defeat, but they just seem to take the momentum out of Bulls all the time. Yeah, some of them probably are legit fouls and stuff like that but it just just seems that when we get on a bit of a run you know the refs you know nah, that's not happening yeah yeah so, there's no two ways about it I mean you know you're being quite quite uh, diplomatic there when you're <laughs> with your answer saying that the refs were not you know great the, the, the refereeing in the Celtics game was highly questionable and, you know, I'm not saying that it was all against the Bulls either because some of the some of the calls that they made against the Celtics were questionable too. But it, it yeah. did feel like it was a landslide against the Bulls in regards to bad calls. But, um, yeah, no, it went both ways. The, just the refereeing was just – it was poor. It was downright shite. Yeah. But then, obviously, you look at the first Celtics game and they had the two ejections and... Yeah, I know, I know. And, and look, yeah. maybe there's balance being being brought in there. It's often talked about, isn't it? So Yeah. Uh, obviously, another point was the fact that DeMar was the only one that was getting to the line until late in the fourth, middle of the fourth, wasn't it, when Zach hit he, three? Up, up until the fourth quarter when Zach got a free throw, DeMar was the only Bulls player. The yeah. only one. Now, okay, he got a rake of them, but he was still the only one that got to the line. Yeah. That's like, I mean, I don't care what kind of way you try and look at that. That that has to come down to a question mark on the officials. Yeah. Him and Tatum, he got to the line quite a lot as well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, About same sort of attempts. As, it was, um, yeah, it was similar enough, actually. It was, yeah. He had 20, 20 attempts. Yeah. And he hit 17 of the 20. And Demar had twenty-two attempts and hit twenty of the twenty-two. Yeah, and Bulls had twenty-five overall, and Zach had three. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I say, it was only a quick look at that game anyway. So I don't yeah. know if you want to get straight into the pog dog hog. I was out to say for some reason. Yeah, it's it doesn't roll off the tongue as well when you put the dog in the middle. But at the same <laughs> at the same time, I want to finish on a highlight instead of a disappointment. So yeah, pog dog hog. Um, obviously the the. Um, Pog, the player of the game, was Demar with the forty-six points, three rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block, twenty of twenty-two free throws, and a partridge in a pear tree. Um, the dog then um, for the dog, I I basically said that we didn't have any answer for uh, Brogdon and uh, Tatum, and again the same shit again. No closing out on the three. Yeah. You know, and when and when like at the beginning it was Marcus Smart he was hitting him, and then it was Tatum and um, 
was Brown hit a few and um, and Bogdan as well. And there's just you know these guys can shoot from distance. You need to close out. Yeah. And the amount of times that they were left with what's referred to a wide open three was ridiculous. Especially when you're chasing a game. Yeah. When you're trying to chase a game and close it down and you're leaving these shooters wide open to take threes, you're never you're never gonna put the game to bed. You're never gonna you're never gonna win it. Yeah. So that's what I have as as my disappointment of the game. Um the other thing I pointed as well into it was we were one seventeen, one fifteen down with one minute left in the game and somehow managed to finish the game one twenty three, one nineteen. Yeah. I mean, that's just not good enough. Uh and I mean, you have to look a bit at Billy for that, really. Yeah, um, I mean... I don't like it, to, to blame Billy. I think he's an easy scapegoat. But um, I, I did wonder about his decision-making at the end of that game. So Yeah, and it's not the first time that's been mentioned either. His no. Fourth quarter sort of rotations. and I mean, to be fair to him, you know, you're missing your you back up big. Yeah. Obviously, another rotation piece in Kobe. Yeah. It's not been easy for him. Obviously, Zach in and out of the lineup as well. Yeah. You know, so... So much for continuity when you've got, you know, your second best player or first best player, depending on your perspective. Franchise player either way, isn't he? Franchise, franchise player. Let's call him that. Yeah. So, your franchise player, your max player, and he's he's in this game and he's not in that game and he's in this game. He's not in that game. I mean, seeing as this season was going to be based on continuity, that's, that's blown that out of the water right there alone. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't know what your disappointment of the game was. Yeah. Mine was P Wills missed three at the end and it not because he missed it. Well, it was because he missed it, but <laughs> the fact I knew as soon as he, he didn't go in, it was what the socials were going to be like. Yes. And yes. that was the disappointment for me because before that, yeah, like I say, he didn't have the best game, but, you know, he, he did a good job on Tatum, I thought. And, you know, he was doing the, the things that we wanted to see him do. Well, he's yeah. certainly playing with more aggression um, in that game. Uh, I won't jump yeah. again ahead with the other games, but... Um, I definitely think that, you know, everyone was saying, oh, we need aggressive Pat. We need aggressive Pat. Do you know what? We had aggressive Pat in that game. Yeah. And aggressive but... Pat's turned into angry Pat now, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. He shook his head and bounced the ball really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. But no, yeah, it was just it disappointing from that aspect. Not because on the, if you flip it and he'd hit it, the socials have been completely different. Very much. I don't think it helped as well. Didn't he ever miss rebound just before that as well? Yeah. On the defensive end. Sort of, he went a bit passive again, didn't he? At the, mm. But, you know, it was the build-up to it as well. You know, like, because we'd lost the ball and then Zach sort of scrambled to get it back, didn't he? And Yeah, it just was a little bit chaotic, really, in them last two minutes, wasn't it? So, yeah, it was. But yeah, that's that was my disappointment. Okay, that's fair enough. And then for the highlight of the game, I didn't pick out a play actually. Um, it's it's hard not to acknowledge Demar hitting forty six. 
So um, my highlight of the game was Demar going off for for forty six. Yes. We've said for several games he was due one. He was due one. Well, he got yeah. one. Yeah, I was. You know, obviously that is a big highlight. I kind of knew you. That's what maybe what you were going to go with. So I went with a play, and it was. I can't remember what quarter it was, but it like the ball looked like it was going to go out of bounds. Dragic sort of dived and batted it back in to AC, who then sort of took a minute and then decided to just break to the rim and slam it down. Yeah, great play. You know, but it was that hustle from Dragon that was the main part of it for me. Like so, yeah. So yeah, he did something similar last night, didn't he? he ended up on the scorer's table. <laughs> yeah, walking the ledge, wasn't he? On the yeah, he was nifty little footwork too. But <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I've got no else on that game. No, neither do I. It was a disappointing one. I thought we uh, we definitely had the the opportunities to put it to bed and actually take the game, but uh, yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then on Sunday night. And it was actually Sunday night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was an early tip. Crept, it crept into Monday morning. Uh, we were in Toronto, and unfortunately we fell 113. Mm-hmm. And it was just... It was a horrible game to watch. I mean, obviously, it was a bit closer than the score suggests. You definitely, yeah, definitely. Coming into that last sort of, about last 90 seconds, wasn't it? And then all of a sudden, we just went, you know what? Nah, we're yeah. done. Obviously, we didn't have Zach in this game. Um, They double team in Damar like mad. And, yeah. I mean, credit to Damar, he still ended up with 20 points. Um, But, yeah, it was just... I've always said it, Raptors are a team that just frustrate me because they can be really good. And then on the flip side, they can be really poor. Mm. And that's why I don't like facing them because you you just never know. Well, we've seen it really in both of these games. Yeah. Um, you just never know which one is going to turn up. And they just always look like they're there to be beaten, but just manage to just pull it out really obviously they're a very sort of lengthy team aren't they yeah um, they are they're very very um, tall and long yeah and I mean the big thing in this was we just had no no hustle and completely out rebounded and you know like we, like we have one player they have three players going for a rebound yeah and just everybody just looked like they couldn't really be bothered defensively. And then go up the other end and Damar sort of getting double teamed and we just had nobody for him to pass it out to to well, to shoot it basically. You know. Yeah. Um so obviously without Zach with A C was back in the starting lineup and he just he had a bad night. He did. Um, he Certainly offensively, he was very poor. Yeah, and this is the thing with him. He, when Zach's not there and he goes up into the starting lineup, to me, he's playing too many minutes. Yeah. Um, because he's not that. He's not that guy. He needs 
20 to 25 minutes, maybe 30 minutes at a push. Yeah. Solely to concentrate on disrupting them, you know, being these usual defensive, you know, annoyance, basically. You know, his shot, it's been the same all season. It's just not working. Yeah, no. every so often he will he will hit one, as he did last night, I think, didn't he? Um, yes, he did, yeah. You know, but I mean, in this game in particular, it, it's weird stat line. He four points, Very 11 weird. rebounds, 11 assists, two steals and two blocks. You know, but then he went one from 11 on field goals, none of six from three, and he did hit two free throws. Yeah, his his field goal percentage for the game was 9.1. (laughs) 9.1. You know, and we always say credit to anybody who shoots through it. Yeah. As long as they do shoot through it, not keep bricking it. (laughs) No. You know, we've seen it with Ayo. He misses a couple of threes, but he keeps going and eventually, you know, on his third or fourth, he'll then hit two or three in a row. Yeah. And you can kind of deal with that. But when you're kicking the ball out to AC and you're just, you're dreading him putting it up, it's just, it's not good. And no. It's a bit of a discredit to him as a player, I think, because it's just not his game. No, but yeah. that, that's not what we've got him out there for anyway. But it's just, you know, if 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 he's open and he gets the ball, you'd be kind of screaming if he didn't shoot it too. So yeah, that he can't. Yeah, I know? mean, obviously, if Kobe was in the rotation, then he probably wouldn't be in that role. Yeah, and obviously, if Zach was there, then he definitely is not in that role, as we saw right. last night. Right. So yeah, I mean, um. A few sort of team stats. Uh, three points, we put up 36 and scored 13 of them. They had 37 and scored 10. So we actually did better three-pointer, which I think we mentioned in the last one, if you score more than 10 threes, you tend to win a game. Well, yeah. clearly not. <laughs> no, no, that's not that game. Uh, free throws, they got to the line 20 times, hitting 15. Us was 11 of 13. Uh, rebounds 62-52 in their favour 10 blocks apiece and they got 11 steals over our 5 so that's what I mean the game was close it was and we it just... was close to watch it It was. It, we stayed in the game the whole way through yeah Do you know and, and apart from Caruso every other starter got double figures and points yeah and I mean uh, like our top Three, we uh, we didn't. Did we do a top three for the Celtics? I don't think we did, did we? I don't and, think we actually went through a top three. No, and I think we struggled with the top three in this one as well because we were just a little bit down at the end. But I yeah. think what we went with was P. Will. I can't remember who we gave the. Well, Dragic was player of the game. Dragic was player of the game, yeah. Yeah. P. Will was up there, and I think we actually called Debo as well to a third because. Just because of what he was going through and the fact that he still put up 20 points, five yep. rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block. Um, Obviously, P. Will, 13 points, seven rebounds, one assist and two blocks. And he was three of six, was he, from three-point line? He was three of six from three-point line, yep. Yeah. You know, and that 
but that you know after the Boston game to see P will come out and basically play the same but without the mistakes mm. that that's why he was up on up on our list yeah um and he had some very very nasty looking dunks as well didn't he he did he was angry um he, no, yeah, he was he angrier again in the next game but he was he was definitely he's getting more kind of allowing his um inner demon to come out a little bit which is great because then he's not just playing aggressive he's actually being aggressive yeah you know, it's not forced it's it's just there and the thing is he i mean he's not I mean, he's, he's in his rebounding in particular. Obviously, his rebounds have gone up. Um, I did see something before. Come on, actually, I can't remember what it was now. But you know, and he's starting to get blocks and steals and stuff like that as well. So, yeah, as we keep saying, the energy stats, and that's what we want to see from him. You know, yeah. he's not going to put up double figure points all the time because. You've got three, possibly four players in front of him that are going to be doing that. You know, plus players coming off the bench that can do it as well. Yeah, absolutely. So you want him to be active defensively. And I think, well, last night in particular, we saw that. But yeah. Um, and then Dragic, like I say, he got our player of the game on the vote 16 yeah. points, two rebounds, two assists. It's not a fantastic stat line. He was four or six on three, and he was just that steadying factor again when we needed him. He was, absolutely. Every single time that things started to look like they were getting messy and getting loose and falling apart, Dragic would come on and tighten it all back up again and, and come out with a, a play or a shot or a three-pointer that would just kind of bring us back in, just get that little shake and, like you yeah. say, stabilise the team a bit. And, and he'd done it two or three times in that game. Yeah, I mean, and for me, the the best thing about it was is the booze he was getting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's his first time back in Toronto. I don't know if he went back with Nets, but obviously he went there in that Kyle Lowry trade, didn't he, last yeah. start of last year, and then basically said he didn't want to play for him. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, fair enough. I say I, I don't particularly like Raptors, so, but... um. So yeah, to do it, it was basically he was shutting the booze up, and he did it quite a lot as well. Yeah, he fed off. Them. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully everyone will be win from now on. Yeah, yeah. Not that he needs it because obviously the the amount of love he's getting at the minute from Bulls is just. I'm not saying we called it, but we were exactly as down on it as what everybody else was to start with. No, we let's say we kept an open mind. Yeah, we did highlight the fact that we thought he could be a very underrated signing, and I'd, yeah. I'd, even we didn't expect this. I don't think. No, absolutely not. Um, I just, I just love the fact that this is becoming a trend. That the year yeah. before, with Demar, you know, in the off season, everybody was down on on the signing, and everybody was saying it was a poor signing. Even so far as to say it was the worst signing of the off season. And look at what Demar has produced in the last year and a bit. And then this year, you know, that Goran was a terrible signing and Drummond was a, a terrible signing. Dragic has proved to be absolutely essential to the success of this team. 
and Drummond has been sorely missed since he's been sitting down. Do you know, I mean, he just gives that yeah. little extra element to the bench uh, and to the to the centre role on the boards and the way he has linked up with the likes of Dragic, and um, and we've just you know Acme have done it again. Yeah, I mean, obviously you just touched on Drummond. Then it does kind of feel like these two games. If he was out there, could have been well. It's particularly the Celtics one. Yeah, would have gone the other way easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously we've just given our player of the game, so I'll throw it to you for the dog and the hog. Yeah. Um. So the the dog, the disappointment of the game. Well, I mean, initially the fact that I think we we genuinely could have won this game. Um. My biggest disappointment I I put down was just not taking enough advantage from the double teaming of of Demar. Yeah. You know, if if the ball had been swung around properly instead of a lot of standing watching him being isolated and trapped. I mean, when when a player is being double teamed, especially if they're being double teamed high or even triple teamed as he was on several occasions, that means players are open. Yeah. Swing the ball around and you've got an open shot. And they just didn't do it enough for me and, and left DeMar struggling an awful lot. Now, it's hard to say struggling when he still managed to put up 20 points. But I just think that if they had played out of the double teams better, we would have maybe made more of a dent on that scoreline. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, mine was lack of effort on like rebounding. And as we said at the start, you just no, no hustle. No, you know, we just, even when like on the rebounds, it looked like it was coming to us, and then we just give it up. Yeah, you know, it was just, it was, yeah, it, it is what it is, I suppose. But obviously, we changed it last night, which is a bit annoying. <laughs> well, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, at least they didn't do the same thing again. Yeah, it's just annoying the fact that they couldn't change it when they realised it was happening in the game. Right. Right. Yeah, and you want you you have to wonder when they could do it the following night. You have to wonder what was the real reason for them not being able to do it in game. Yeah, and does that come down to player mentality? Does that come down to coaching changes not being made or timeouts not being called at the right time? You just you just have to wonder why why those adjustments can't be made in-game. And they don't, they often don't seem to be with this team. Yeah. Okay, they might make an adjustment and have a bounce-back game the next night or a couple of nights later against whatever team they're playing next. But we need in-game adjustments to, to be successful. Yeah. And that's just... It just doesn't seem to be happening right now. now I didn't have that down as, my, as one of my disappointments, <laughs> but you can add that to my disappointments as well. Yeah, I mean, I suppose in this little mini series we've had, you can see the difference in coaching as well. Mm. You know, and it, you saw it in this this first Raptors game. I can't remember; it was quite early on, wasn't it? Nick Nurse challenged, yeah, a foul by Van Fleet on Demar. I think it was. Yeah, it, it, oh, was, it was that first night game? Was it? Yeah, was it, was, and, it, was it a travel call? Um, was he going to the rim and like Van Vliet was going backwards and he kind of grabbed his arm and oh yeah that's it yeah that was it 
Yeah, like I say, it's all played into one. Yeah, so I'm no, sure yeah. That. <laughs> but, you know, obviously he challenged it and we was all saying he's not going to get overturned. No. And it is as if it got overturned and that set a bit of a tone. The refs kind of, I don't know, not went with Raptors because it wasn't a particularly bad game from the refs in this one, but you just kind of felt we weren't going to get anything after that. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, that's a, a different thing. <laughs> yeah, so like I say, I don't like to end on a disappointment anymore, so we'll go on to the highlights. Um, for me, Patrick's all-round aggression had, as we've already said, uh, had stepped up a notch. Um, really, really liking seeing that side of, of P-Will and that yeah. driving hammer dunk that he had. Yeah. One-handed tomahawk was just savage so i have that as my top uh highlight of the game but i also have a special mention for the javante lob from io as well yeah i would say i i mean obviously going back to p will he was getting blocked a lot as well wasn't he by um coloco oh man coloco had one hell of a game against well against everybody really but particularly (laughs) against p will he just seemed to be blocking for fun yeah until last night, yeah. But... Until last night. Although to be fair, I think when Dalen came on in the in the dying minutes of the the first game against the Raptors, something he said seemed to rattle him. And they they used to play together, right? And yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Or or they have the same college background, or there's some there's some connection there anyway. And Dalen seemed to get into his head a little bit, which yeah. I'm all, I'm all there for. <laughs> well, I mean, I had three things wrote down for my highlight and. One was Goran's inbound to Javante, where yes. he kind of, it was like a lob at the same time, wasn't it? Yeah. P-Will's that aggression. That was early on, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, P-Will's aggression, obviously you've just touched on that, but my yes. my highlight was Dale and Terry. Um, Great. Because he he come in in the first as well, didn't he? He did. He got a few early minutes, yeah. Uh, he ended up with nine minutes, 46 seconds, four points, one rebound, one assist, one steal, one block. Two or two, obviously from the field, and he ended up with one turnover. Um, I mean, his first bucket was like a slam on it, and then his second one was that sort of buzzer beater. Yeah, arcing shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to put P. Will to shame. <laughs> yeah, but it was his everything else he was doing as well. Like he he had that big sort of steal, didn't he? Um, I, I, I think did they rebound it and then he just kind of come from nowhere and yeah. ripped out of his hands and he, yeah. he was solid defensively as well. He was just putting his body in the way. And I mean he's not big in any way, do you know what I mean? No, he's but very slight. He was yeah, and I just I was impressed with it and I mean obviously we didn't see him last night, but yeah, I mean obviously we've said we want to see some of him and I think he took his opportunity well enough. Definitely, definitely, yeah. He was um, in in a small few minutes. He got he made an impact on the game. And what more can you ask for from the rook? Hey, yeah. So yeah, uh, that takes us on to last night's game, and obviously we were back at the UC, mm-hmm. and we ended up winning uh, one hundred eleven to ninety seven. Um. We just seem to, I don't know, we come out a little bit flat again, didn't we? Yes. 
it was as if the back end of the first game continued in. Um, we were fouling. We were on four fouls quite early on, weren't we? And then I think they were in the bonus for nearly eight minutes. Which, yeah. You know, ridiculous. And that's somewhat with P. Will. He seems to be drawing a lot of fouls at the minute. Yeah. He fouled out, didn't he, in the first game? In the end. No, was it Celtic? Which which game did he foul out in? Uh, I think it was Celtics game. Celtics game, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because then he racked up a lot of fouls against Raptors, and we were saying he's going to foul out again. Yeah, but he didn't. Um, and then he come back in in the fourth, didn't he? In the first one, and kind of stood up pretty well for himself, despite yeah. being on four fouls. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we ended up going thirteen four down at one point in the first, and we actually ended up. Coming out on top in the first twenty, well thirty to twenty-seven. Into the second, well, finished the first with a big Caruso steal and started the second with a big Caruso steal. Um, yeah, that's right. And then Caruso actually hit a three, and Ayo had missed his first three, and it was like, as we just said, when Caruso can't shoot through it. Ayo seems to be able to. And like I say, he missed his first three and then hit his fourth one, which, you know, he still had the confidence there to tick it. Um, we ended up going into quite a big lead, didn't we? we you kept highlighting the def- uh, defence to offence transition. Yeah, there was a lot of it. It, it was great. Yeah. And we actually went up 13 at one point, I think, as well. And finished the half 58-53 up. And Damar didn't get his first points until there was about just short of three minutes left, I think. And it was an and one as well, wasn't it? Yeah. And then into the third, a few big threes again from Ayo and Vooch. Um, Van Fleet picked up a tech and so did Vooch. Uh, I think it was a big sort of turning point in the third was Oji Ananobi missing that big dunk mm. he was wide open wasn't he there was yeah. nobody near him <laughs> he just hit it off the rim somehow yeah um, which we from that I don't know well, if it wasn't from that but we ended up going up by about 16 so that big DJJ the DJJ slam yes uh, DJJ I thought was particularly strong last night yeah obviously sad young Thadjik Johnson just fucking sidestepped it didn't he he didn't want any part of it <laughs> no he, like, he ducked it completely it was like a yeah nah I'll leave that <laughs> he just turned away from him yeah and um, we finished the third up 87 70 uh, yeah 86 87 86 70 get my words out um and then into the fourth Zach was hitting threes and we actually went up by 21 and then we kind of wanted to make it interesting, I think, because we didn't score any field goals for four minutes. Yeah. So we then back into it a little bit. Had and a then, crucial time as well. Yeah, made it a little bit nervy for everybody. But mm. then the uh, managed to see it out. And like I say, we ended up with the, 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 the victory in the end, 111.97. Yeah. Um, a few things that I'd seen highlighted was Scotty Barnes, Poster in Vooch. 
and Vooch got quite a lot of criticism for it. Now, to me, it doesn't bother me seeing people get posted. No, I'm the same. Because it shows... Once they're trying to contest... Yeah, it's effort. It's it which wasn't there the night before. Right. Um, So, yeah, if Vooch gets posterising, so what? At least he was up there trying... I mean, how many times do you see Yanis get posterised? Right. And I always appreciate it more when it is your all-star calibre players mm. because they're the ones that are putting the effort in. That's why they're all-stars. Um, you know, so I, I don't have an issue with that. I mean, fair play to Scotty Barnes for getting up and doing it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything you wanted to say on it before we go on to the individuals. No, I 100% agree with what you just said there in regards to the uh, Vooch and Scotty Barnes thing. Anyway, I mean, I've absolutely zero issue in, in players getting post-raised. Look, the players don't like it themselves, um, which is why some of them will shy away from it, just like we said about Tajik. Yeah, but, I was going to say, what would you prefer? I, Vooch I prefer... going up and being posterized, or Tajik going out? Right. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. I prefer, uh, I prefer our players to try and contest every shot that they possibly can where they're not going to be fouling, you know, if you've got an opportunity, even if all you're doing is just jumping up to put a hand in their face to try and put them off and make them make a mistake themselves, it's it's better than just going, there you go, have a free shot. Do you know, I I definitely am all on for players attempting it. And if they get posterised, they get posterised. So what? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, another thing I I did see was a lot of criticism aimed at, Demar, uh, I don't know if it was just people trying to get a reaction or what, but like, oh, where's Demar? He was like, well, he's getting double teamed. <laughs> but do you know what? Everybody else is stepping up, and that was the difference. And that was in our pre-match predictions. When I well, see, we always highlight who we think will be player of the game. Yeah, my prediction was, I just hope that other people step up in place of Demar. Yeah. And that's what we got. So I was happy with that. And yeah, having Zach back obviously made the difference in that because you had somebody else that can actually do something. Um, But I mean, Damar ended up being the only starter not in double figures. Right. Well, he was close. Did, I, yeah, you did call it at the end where he was like, is he going to go for it? But he didn't. He just stood on the halfway with it. Yeah. I thought he'd try and at least get up <laughs> into double figures. Yeah. I mean, chance, like. I mean, he finished nine points, six rebounds, seven assists, one steal. Um, he was six trips to the line, hitting yeah. five of them. Um, and to me, that that's impressive because to the seven assists in particular, anyway. Do you know what I mean? Because it yeah. shows how good a facilitator he can actually be. Yeah. And it also shows that he done exactly what we were saying about in the last game. He was passing out of the trap and facilitating out of the trap to give players a free shot. Yeah, and he actually was our top assister last night. Yeah, he was. Yeah, category yeah, um, legend, I think. But yeah, I mean, it was six rebounds as well as I think it was second. Well, there was a few that had six rebounds, but so yeah. you know, he wasn't out of the game. He just wasn't allowed to put points up. No. But we've seen what else he can do. That's okay, 
by me, you know, like as we've discussed there and, and as we've discussed in other games previously as well, I don't mind if, if, if you are having an off night or you're being locked out of the game, being shut down um, out of being able to score. That happens. I mean, these guys are playing at an elite level every night. That's yeah. going to happen. You know, you're going to have an off night or you're going to come up against someone else who's having an exceptional night and they keep you out of the game. If you're not yeah. scoring, that's fine. Impact the game somewhere else. Make a yeah. difference either on the defensive end or facilitating or even drawing a player away from the game with you. Some sort of an impact. And that's what DeMar did last night. Yeah. And it's the second game in, what, three or four, where he's finished with nine points as well. It is, yeah. And we've won both of them games. Yeah. So, I mean, DeMar's not been a complete passenger in him. No. He has been useful. But it highlights how good the rest of the team is when we need them to be now. Yeah, exactly. We just need to find that balance of everybody else being good and Demar being Demar. Right. And and the thing that we had, or I know we were listening to an awful lot of it, was a lot of it was on social media, a lot of it was being said in the main media, um, it was even being discussed within our group with everybody. And I saw Demar, which is what we got for the guts of last season, really, towards the end in particular. I saw Demar. Is fantastic to watch. It, he's he's unbelievable when he's knocking them down and putting them all in. But if everybody else is standing around watching him do it, it's gonna he's gonna burn out or it's not gonna be sustainable. And that was proven last season. But this yeah. year, if he if he's proving that Demar being cut out of the game offensively, and we can still win games. Well, then that's a massive step forward on last year, if you ask me. Yeah. Because DeMar's not going to be cut out of every game anyway. But if we know that the games when he is, that we can still win those games because we have enough supporting cast around him that we can still take Ws, well, that's the kind of situation that will win us games in the postseason. Yeah. So... I think that I think that's a massive step forward. Yeah, and obviously, a lot is going on whether Zach's in or out of the lineup as well, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I I wasn't sure if Zach was going to even play last night. He was he was down as questionable, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, um, I mean, I'll, I'll try not to speak about Zach at the minute, but. Um, okay. <laughs> It is because obviously <laughs> you should not be named. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, Vooch another double double. Like I just mentioned got posterized, but you know, thirteen rebounds, fifteen, fifteen points. Uh, he was one of four from three, and this is creeping back in with him, isn't it? He just yeah keeps saying, "Get in the paint." That's where you're going to do the damage. Yeah. And then you see him standing there and you think, he'll hit one. He's like, oh, a nice one. And then he'll miss three. Yeah. Or miss three and then hit one. And you just think, oh, you know. But, but I, I don't have a big issue with Vooch taking threes because he can hit them. And I don't yeah. have, a, I don't have an, an issue with him taking them and missing the occasional three either. That's not my problem. My problem is, is when he starts floating around the arc. Yeah. That's 
you know, when he when he's floating outside waiting for those shots, that's when I start screaming at the TV, get into the paint because, you know, get into the paint and then come out, pop out for the shots with the yeah. rotation. But don't stand out there and wait out there. You're a big dude. Get in the middle. There's <laughs> there's not that many people in the NBA that can handle his size. You know, so get get in and work inside out. Don't work outside in. It never goes as well for Vooch when he plays the outside-inside game. He needs to play the inside-outside game. Yeah. And obviously P-Will and Ayo, they both got pulled quite early, didn't they, in the in the first? Yeah. For different reasons. And Ayo, his shooting was just not there. P-Will... Was he getting into foul trouble? Yeah, early he, on picked again? Up a couple, he picked up a couple of early fouls. He finished on four fouls, but I think he got two quite yeah. early on. Yeah, I mean, P. Will finished 10.6 rebounds, two assists. So, again, the rebounding's there. Yeah. Uh, he got a big block as well. Yeah. And Ayo finished 12 points, four rebounds, two assists, two blocks. And he was two of seven from three, which is obviously what we were highlighting. Yeah. Um, but I thought. I mean, despite the fact that Van Fleet ended up with 27 points, he did quite a good job on him. He was constantly in his chest. and He was. They seemed to be going at it with each other quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. And I like to see that from Ayo because it takes other people out of the game, I think. Yeah. Like I say, yeah, a lot of Van Fleet still managed 27 points, but... I mean, well, he to just be honest with you, Van Fleet, and... every time I see him, he, he impresses me more, to be honest. Yeah, he was just annoying and... Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not saying I like him, but I'm just saying I'm impressed <laughs> with his game. <laughs> yeah. You know, but the fact that you can have somebody go off for that many points and it is if, I don't know, like, obviously they've still lost quite big as well, aren't they? So, obviously we're used to that with DeMar. But, um, yeah. Yeah, and then just bench players. Obviously Caruso didn't shoot the ball as much coming off the bench. Four points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks. That's the sort of stat line you want to see from him. Yeah, that's the perfect Alex Crusoe kind of stat line. And really, really 28, 28 minutes he got. Um, okay. Which is even a little um, bit high. Yeah, and he was... Uh, him and Dragic were both plus 18, the highest yeah. on the team. Um, Javante, just... Well, he's Javante, isn't he? he just does what he does. Yep. Um, just adds that energy, doesn't he, as soon as he comes in. Uh, three rebounds, three assists, one steal, nine points. And obviously we've mentioned DJJ. And, yeah. You know, he was creeping into our player of the game talk, wasn't he? But I he think was. it was just the fact that we didn't see enough of him. But then maybe that's a good thing that we don't see a lot of him. <laughs> maybe. Because... He just he just needs to do things in small bursts, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, he ended up twelve points, two rebounds. I mean, when he's coming in as our backup five as well, it's just fair play to him. You know what I mean? Because he, he he gives up a lot of size, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, one of the things we'd mentioned about DJJ as well was it looked like he re-injured that thumb. Yeah, because he had his strap on back, didn't he? He did. He did his strap back on, he did. 
That's never going to go away, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) So he's playing injured, but he's playing well. Yeah, well, he listed as questionable for the first game with the finger straight or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So obviously the one player that we didn't touch on was Zach. And the reason being is because he got our player of the game. Uh Uh-huh. And it's games like this where he shows just how important he is. Right. Because, I mean, obviously 30 points, uh, three rebounds, five assists, two steals. Uh, He was four of eight from three, four or five from the line, 11 of 20 overall. Uh, He did have five turnovers, though. Yeah, standard. Um, And five fouls. Yeah, because you thought he'd actually fouled out. At I one actually point, thought he'd you? picked up a sixth. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, um, but yeah, as we've said, it's frustrating Zach being in and out. But obviously, the schedule eases up a little bit now, so hopefully, we can th- you know string together a few consistent performances now. Hopefully, yeah. Um, we don't have another back to back now. I think until December, do we? Yeah, it's like about a, about a month, I think, isn't it? Yeah, so, I mean, that's perfect. Zach can play. I mean, unless he's needing to slow down for any reason, he can technically, essentially, play every game now because he'll be getting a day's rest in between each game. Yeah, hopefully, anyway. Because really? I mean, for everything that Zach did right last night, the one little gripe I did have about him, and it's not necessarily a gripe; it's more of an observation, is. The explosiveness still isn't there. Yeah. Now, look, it's not like he's any great age or anything, but as Zach gets older, he's going to need to come away from that explosive side of his game, particularly with having had knee injuries anyway, uh, and more, be more concentrating on his his uh, other side of his game. But, I mean, obviously it's better if he's multifaceted, but uh, at the moment, it's obviously down to that knee injury um, and the rehabilitation side of it, that his explosiveness hasn't come back yet. Maybe that's a trust thing. Maybe it's an actual physical thing, but I would like to start seeing a, a little bit more punch off his jump, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because he had that weird play last night as well, didn't he, where Ayo lobbed it up to him and he yeah. was up. And he caught it, and then he tried to give it back to him. Yeah, it was, it was like... It was weird because he was oh, uncharacteristic. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he was just trying to have a little bit of a highlight, a different type of highlight play or... I don't know. I, I think he just jumped and, and, and when he jumped, maybe it didn't feel 100%. So yeah, I mean, walked. obviously, if you slam it down, it effect, probably you know it affects your landing and all sorts, doesn't it? And yeah. Maybe he thought, well, I'm up. I can control my landing a bit better if I'm not hanging on to the rim or yeah. banging my head off the backboard or whatever. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It just, it was weird to see. And yeah. I, I mean, look, obviously it didn't really impact his game last night, but you could still make that observation, you know, watching him. He just, it's just not there yet. No. So, yeah, I mean, obviously again, we just mentioned the, the pog. So, mm-hmm. I'll uh, throw it to you for the dog and the hog. Yeah, so the disappointment of the game, it was kind of a tough one to kind of pick out a disappointment per se. 
because I thought the bench mob were back. Um, everybody looked locked in and engaged. Uh, Demar made use of being locked in on the the trap. Um, he only got nine points. I think a lot of people would put that down maybe as a disappointment. But I think for me, the only thing I could really pull out as a, as a disappointment was again there were a lot of kind of dubious referee calls. The officials were a bit dodgy again. And I think the fact that it's been across these three games that you could pull out issues with the officials. Yeah. I think I'd had enough of it last night. And I I was just kind of like, well, do you know what? I'm disappointed in the officiating. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, again, it was both ends as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I I mean, I'm not saying it's all balls again. It's not. It's just poor officiating across the board. It was a lot of sort of tick tack fouls, wasn't it? Yeah. Like one of the ones that P. Will just got where Van Vliet sort of was sort of, he sort of dived and P. Will kind of basically used him to stop himself from falling on him more than anything, I think. Yeah. And they called a foul on it and it was like, all right, fine, yeah, whatever. But to me, that was a bit harsh. And then I'm sure they called one similar for us. Yeah. You just think, just let them play. Yeah, definitely. there's no need to call that as a foul because, all right, there, yeah, there is contact there, but uh, yeah, it's just annoying because, it, like I say, it's that momentum all the time, isn't it? That's it, exactly, and it is, a, it is a momentum killer, and and it can be an absolute showstopper in a bad way for whichever team is running the momentum in that time. It yeah. can completely swing the game. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, there's nothing any team can do to allow for that because that's not on them. Yeah. You know? So that's that's what I picked out. What, what did you go for? Um, turnovers. Okay. Uh, we ended up with 21. Well, and, good. you know, it just seemed a lot of sloppy turnovers as well. A lot of passes not quite connecting and you know yeah how many turnovers did Vooch get actually because I kind of remember him Five. making a couple of sloppy passes yeah yeah just like him and Zach both just seemed to not be able to grab things in and I mean we saw Vooch take a shot as well didn't we with Stacey and Adam took great delight in I mean, that was a poor pass more other than a Vooch turnover, wasn't it? It's well, yeah, it was. Went it? to his foot and he just booted it into the crowd, yeah. didn't he? Go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we still got the win, so. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. highlights. Um, I've taken two again. They're not plays, but the first one is it was great to see the bench mob, bench mob back up and running. Um, I thought they really contributed. It felt again, like, you know, when the, when the starters were sitting down, I didn't have to start sitting forward and, and feeling the heart going a bit more in the chest. I thought, I felt like, you know, okay, we've, we're still in control of this. We're still okay. Yeah. Uh, and um, I'd kind of got used to feeling that way. And then we had a, a few games where the bench mob weren't really in it. And, and, it's not. It's not a very comfortable feeling. So, I liked. <laughs> I liked the bench mob being back uh, in the game and being involved and uh, and and doing some damage. And um, 
but the main highlight for me was just Zach went off in the fourth um, yeah. to put the game to bed, which was great. Yeah. And I mean, I actually went with a play on mine and it was Io's lob to P. Will. Yes. Just purely because it's the two players you want to see doing that sort of thing. Yeah, it is. You want to see Io having the confidence to lob it up and you want to see P. Will having the confidence to get up. Yeah. Future of so the franchise that, right there. Yeah. So that was my particular highlight for it. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah. Um, that kind of wraps all of them games up. Obviously, we go again tomorrow night now, don't we? Well, Thursday morning for us. Yeah. Against Pelicans. Um, I think they're coming in five and five as we're six and six. Yeah. They just lost to Pacers uh, last night. And they've actually got, I think they've got the, pretty much the full team now, haven't they, as well? Ingram's back. Zion's still out there. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be minutes at UC. It's not going to be an easy game by any. You know, obviously they beat us in pre-season, didn't they? They did. Without Ingram. Obviously, we've I think we've improved a lot since then. In particular, obviously, Dragic. And I just seen before, Kobe's still listed as out and Drummond is listed as questionable again. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping maybe we might have Drummond for this game because we could kind of use him against their size. But Yeah. Um, um, I mean, obviously, after this, we've then got about three days off, I think, haven't we? Um, we do not, do we? Yeah. We've <laughs> we got... get our lives back for a few days, man. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't know what, what I'm going to do. Cause I've seen, <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday night, and then we've got Thursday, well, obviously going off Chicago sort of timing. Uh, Wednesday night, so then you've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday off, and then it's Sunday night against Nuggets, isn't it? Yes. Um, so, yeah, we've actually been nice to have a weekend where we haven't got a back-to-back. Of yeah, any sort. well, definitely. Because Bulls have kind of ruined my last three weekends because we just lost every game on a weekend. <laughs> no, it's not been good. <laughs> but do you know um, what? When we have these few days with no games, we'll be complaining we have no games to watch. <laughs> I know, time. yeah. I mean, it might give us a chance to actually watch some other teams now. That's true. Take advantage of our league pass. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but, but then I'm not getting up at two o'clock in the morning to watch somebody like Lakers or Jazz or whatever. If the Lakers were playing in my front garden, I don't know if I'd bother going to see him right <laughs> now, to be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe to laugh. <laughs> so, yeah, Um I mean, obviously, we did a little prediction before the last lot, and we kind of said we felt we could go two and one, but we didn't. We went one and two. Yeah. So obviously, well, I'll just do a Pelicans one because no doubt we'll get an episode in after that. I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, so what do you reckon? I reckon we take it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I no. just. <laughs> I think both teams are, I mean, obviously both teams are at 500, so it can go either way, guy. You know what I mean? If, if the the real Bulls turn up, then we should be no match for them. If the real Pelicans turn up, then the same can be said, can't it? But yeah. We'll find out tomorrow. Well, Thursday morning for us. 1am. So yeah, um, as usual... If you're still with us, 
Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. If you want to comment on anything that we've said, remember my little rant at the start. You know, keep it to bulls because that's what we're about. Don't make things personal with us because you won't like where it goes. Um, you know, we're willing to talk bulls with anybody. So Anyone. Keep it to that. You know, obviously we will join in the conversation through our personal Twitter if we need to. I know you, obviously you do anyway, but... Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I say, if you want to comment on anything that we've said, you disagree with us, disagree with us, or just whatever, then join the comments. And as usual, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK. However, I'd rather you didn't. Um, and you can find us on all the socials at CRedUK. And I've been Neil. Uh, find me on Twitter at Neil Red UK. Thanks once again for hanging out with us here at the Red UK podcast. I apologise if I've uh, hurt anybody's eardrums <laughs> or annoyed anybody with my little rant at the start, but um, I just uh, treat this as a bit of a therapy session. I need to get things off my chest once in a while, and man, I was frustrated today. But now that I've talked a bit of balls, I feel a bit better. Um, if, you, if you feel the need, please subscribe, rate, and review us. We do appreciate it. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, Red go balls.